Faith, love, integrity, courage. Four key values of great leaders all around the world. I'm Phil Swanson, and I'm on a mission to bring you leaders from all walks of life and arm you with the tools and mindset to lead effectively in whatever you are called to do. Are you ready? Because it's time to go lead everyone. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of GLE Today. I am excited for my guest. But first, if you haven't already, please follow, subscribe, share the show. These shows only grow by word of mouth. And it's up to you in the GLE network to get the word out there to help the show grow. So if you get value from the show, give us a value exchange, share the show out to someone who can appreciate it. And uh, we sure appreciate it. On today's show, we've got a really special guest. She is a leadership keynote speaker, life and leadership coach, personal performance mentor, author, change maker, podcast host. She studied at the University of Information Technology and Management at, uh oh, I'm going to butcher it, Reznau, Poland? Yes. Over in Poland. Nobody knows where is it. <laughs> and uh, I am so thrilled. To have Beata Severin Reed. Welcome to GLE. Woohoo! You got it. Thank you. <laughs> Thrilled to have you here. Uh, so, it's Beata and I met through a mutual friend, Craig Siegel. And uh, Craig I'm just super thrilled awesome. to speak yeah. with you. Yeah, he is the man. Um, Beata, let's start off with your story. If, if y'all, before we get in, don't forget to go follow Beata on all the socials. You can find her at www.beataspeaks.com. That's B-E-A-T-A speaks.com. You can get to all her socials and contact her there. But let's dive right in, Beata, with your story. How did, how did you become a leadership coach? And, and I'd love to hear some of the story of growing up in Poland. Well, it's all where it started, right? <laughs> well, I... Yeah, you already released my secret. I usually introduce myself, Polish-born, American-made, but there you go. Well, now everyone knows. So yeah, my my journey with leadership actually started back in time in Poland. Grew up in communism, and experienced not the best leadership. And I was really, as a kid, troubled. Why? So I was asking my mom always, Mom, why we just can't leave? Why we have to stay here if it's not that awesome, right? And she she's like, because of our leadership, our leadership. So I was sometimes sitting and listening to the adults talking, and there was always this talks about this poor leadership. So one day I was like, well, why we just cannot kick of this leadership like mom come on let's do something and she's like well child and it was one of the best lessons for me she said child we cannot do anything about that about yeah, you cannot do anything at this moment but what i want you to know for your life for your uh, sake if you cannot follow a leader you better become one so she said that words to me and I took it, you know, with me until today. And it's where it started, basically, because then 
it's maybe not too real, uh, much related to leadership, but at age seven, I was in a car accident and I experienced a traumatic brain injury and basically was told by, uh, by doctors that, and doctors, it's authority, right? So we listen carefully what they say. And they said that I won't, I won't be normal. Yes. And what is normal, but wow. for kids. So I was told I won't be normal. I is won't seven? achieve. Seven. Yes. Wow. So I was seven year old. Uh, I won't be normal. I won't achieve anything. If I finish any education or basically I cannot be like my colleagues. Right. And wow. for a child is like, first I was scared, but then you don't really understand that. And these words, of course, in a child mind, I didn't understand everything, but I understood that if I want to be normal, whatever normal normal means, or I was looking at my colleagues, like mm -hmm. I, at least to be like them and join them back because I, I had to stop my school and I was homeschool or, or craziness. And uh, if I want to be at least like them, I have to do something and it's my responsibility to to get there and to i have to prove myself that they were wrong i don't want to prove them and i don't know how i knew it but i knew it that i have to prove myself not them that i can do whatever i want and it was my the beginning of my leadership and then everything of course i did everything what they said that you can't they said you mm -hmm. cannot run you cannot watch tv you cannot wow. read I was doing everything, sometimes secretly, because of course, yeah, mom was scared. My family was scared for my health. So I was, when nobody was watching, I was passing that, uh, crossing that, this uh, safety zones and like, well, mm -hmm. nothing happens here. So what else I can do? So wow. I became the fastest runner at school. I joined them back. So it was great. Wow. So, but it all go all goes back to this self-leadership. And I had to find it not out there. I had to find it in me. Mm -hmm. In me. That's why I'm I love talking about leadership that starts within. It all starts with you and it starts within. And it's what I do with my leaders because I noticed that many of the leaders they go outside and look and search for something outside that mm -hmm. can be found only within. I love and, that. Yes. I absolutely love that, Beata. God bless you for overcoming that adversity. Thank it makes, you know, it makes me absolutely sick to hear you talk about what those doctors told you as yeah. a child. I can't imagine telling a young child that and and you know, the fact that you were able to cling to your identity and overcome and know that you were not powerless, but powerful. I just really admire that. It's absolutely incredible, Beata. I was a little rebel, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, you know, it's funny. I, I think there's a common trend of that amongst most successful people. And a uh, guy I follow, uh, Andy Frisella talks about having a chip on his shoulder. And, mm -hmm. you know, when little things, that's not a little thing, but when, when things like that happen, you just kind of, you know, you put it in your chip on your shoulder and it just gets a little bigger and you, know, you kind of walk around sort of always carrying this chip on your shoulder, which, you know, I think most successful people kind of maybe have had something like that happen to them where they were discouraged or told they couldn't do it or, 
or uh, they got that chip. Is, is that is that way off from what what you had? Kind of wanting to prove I, those I doctors would, wrong. I would definitely agree with that. And again, I had to prove myself that they are wrong. So right. I had to I had to do me. I had to be me. And, you know, go as far as I can reach as high as I can, even I'm small, really, believe me, and not at all. Uh, but I, I was big dreamer. And I think that I had very encouraging mom. So even this, it was tough times, you know, communism, not everyone knows what does it mean. But mm-hmm. she had, I was the youngest of four. She had a lot to really like handle but she was mm-hmm. very open-minded for that time and yeah. she was like you you be you do you and you know always that is also important that i learned for leaders mm-hmm. and at that time for me never stop learning never stop educate yourself about yourself so you have to know yourself so well that mm-hmm. nobody can tell you that you are less. Right. I love that. Know yourself so well that no one can tell you you're less. I think, you know, it seems like you were just tired of being helpless or maybe even like refused to be helpless. And it seems like today- I definitely refused. Yeah. Like it seems like today with everything going on with authorities, like doctors telling us things that we- must do or should do otherwise we're not going to survive or be able to be healthy or you know we've got we've got all these voices telling us things like that doctor told you right about our identity um and it seems like a lot of people in their jobs and in their you know communities probably feel helpless and this is something you know i think everybody's felt at one point in time what would you say to those folks out there maybe struggling with that who feel like, oh, little old me, I'm not, I'm not big enough to make an impact in the world. What would you say to them? I would say that uh, whatever they sell to themselves is a lie and tell them, did you try? Because if you never tried, if you never tried to go outside of this limiting belief, limiting story that very often is not even yours because it comes from community from the childhood wherever did you try to go outside of that comfort zone Mm -hmm. how many times did you try different approach yeah because if the funny thing about us uh, humans is that we do the same things over and over again and we expect different results and it's how it works and the other thing is i really encourage everyone and i promote independent thinking like Mm -hmm. Think for yourself. Did you notice that so many people, they are not able to think for themselves because it's too tiring, because mm-hmm. it's too much. They go Google stuff and whoever right. they they see as an authority, like yeah, doctors, they, they subscribe to you, whatever medicine, and you trust and believe, like try different stuff. Try, mm-hmm. try something more healthy. And all you can do is think for yourself and mm-hmm. try different path that they show you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love that. I absolutely love that. Think it for yourself. I, um, you know, most people don't realize how much we've been influenced by external thoughts. And, that, you know, I think you're exactly right. Most people, they probably don't even realize that they don't 
think for themselves. They don't even really know how to question and to really think. And I know you've done some in your, uh, your work overcoming some of the challenges in your life. I know you've done some journaling and some writing. And I love how Jordan Peterson talks about how writing is formalized thinking. And, you know, I don't think many people have taken time to really formalize their thoughts and opinions on what they truly believe and what their core values are and what they're even about. So I talk about writing and, and how that helped you and maybe, maybe give people some tips on, how they might approach writing to help them grow and think for themselves. Absolutely. So I moved to United States uh, and it was another crazy story, but so I moved to United States and uh, I, at some, so you think that you, when you move to different environment and the one that you were trying to go away from is behind you, but it's about thinking. You, I, my, physically, I moved to new environment, but everything else, all the stories that I, were in my head right. came with me, right? So wherever mm. you go, there you are, like the whole you mm. with all the BS that you are new. You know, I always say they let me take on the plane one suitcase, but I was really carrying a lot on my shoulders with me that my gosh so many suitcases right lots of baggage huh a lot of baggage and so i had to adapt to this new environment and it was it was challenging Mm -hmm. not everyone loves immigrants right not everyone is so open so and also it's what i was focusing on on they don't like me because i'm not normal they don't i don't belong because maybe i'm not normal my accent mm. so this this childhood thing even i i was aware about that was coming back when when i was facing new challenges mm-hmm. and at that time yeah, it was tough and the whole thing it was too much and i decided that well, it's very hard to see from the inside of the box or the inside of the picture. I need someone else, some mentor, some coach to help me to what? where do I go from here? Like, I'm, it was just me. I didn't come with the family. It was just me, little Polish girl that decided to go to America. So uh, I found, uh, and it was funny, actually, I was listening to the podcast and there was some lady, random podcast, mm-hmm. and uh, there is a lady talking about coaching, but also coaching through journaling. And it like brought my attention, like, oh my gosh, I like what she's saying. And she said uh, at the end that like, they have some some kind of uh, promotion that you can fill out the application and you have 15 minutes like free coaching with them. Mm-hmm. And so I started and, and why I mentioned that because we, so many of us is doing it. We start something, but then our little voice a little fear is saying no 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 it's not for you so i started Mm -hmm. filling out this application and then i stopped i got busy you know all the distractions whatever you call distractions i found the reason why not why i don't want to do it and a couple days later i received email from them very nice hey we see that you started filling out that application but you never finished and mm-hmm. then my my leader and ego, you know, 
show up and say, oh my gosh, they cut me. They cut me. I didn't do something that I committed to at the beginning. Mm. So I, I fill it out, finish, send, had this conversation and sign up eventually and had, uh, I think it was 12 weeks or one year, I don't know, coaching. Oh, wow. With, it was co- uh, frame of mind coaching and they are based in Canada, but it was the best coaching in my life. Really? And, right. And uh, I also signed up and became uh, certified with them through this methodology. Okay. And what was the, the beautiful part of it? It was this writing. You, you, you were basically, it was like you, you were writing online, but like this journal was speaking back to you because every time you write, this coach was receiving your whatever you you were sharing and they were replying and asking questions and going deeper and deeper. And I found it so profound because when we talk and then when I became coach, I also noticed when we are talking and I look at you as a human, I start to judging myself and I think that oh my gosh, maybe I won't share that part because he, she is going to judge me. Even yeah. I hired you as a coach, there right. is that inner insecurity, this, you know, the, the mind game. And during the uh, journaling, it was, it was not there because mm-hmm. it was just me and my thoughts. Right. And the more open I was, the deeper I could go. And it just helped me, first of all, to realize that not all, all of my thoughts are mine not all my stories are mine to really narrow where they come from and why I should pay attention to I always kind of joke but it's it's not really joke with my my coaches like because someone said something that you are not too smart or maybe you are not too uh, too old too small whatever that right. you are just not enough for whatever your dream is. And it's like, okay, so who are those people? So right. mom, dad, whatever. It's like, okay. And and what did they achieve in their life? Like what kind of experts are they? And very often it's like, no, nothing. Like they are yeah. not nothing, but not too much, right? Some sure. of them never even left their village or town. Right. And I always think about my neighbor that never left our small village but he's the biggest advisor for everyone of course and anyway so i always like what kind of experts are they right they are not why would you listen to them go and talk to people who already walk your path achieve what you want to achieve and ask them if you can do it or you can do it should like if all your inner talk if you ever want to confirm if you need confirmation permission to do and or follow your dream go and talk to people that already are there and it's what leaders do right yeah it's what leaders do we Mm -hmm. don't listen to some i don't know i mean we are kind and we say thank you so much for your advice let me check for myself well some some leaders do (laughs) some are a little harsher maybe we are talking about true leaders, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Maybe leading with a little bit of love, right? Okay. Um, no, I love that. I I was just talking with Daniel Gomez. I don't know if you know Daniel. I know Daniel. Yes, I yeah. love. I I listened to you. Yeah. He had me on his show the other day, 
And uh, we were just talking about that same topic, how, you know, it's so easy, especially folks that love us or like your friend in the small town, you know, and they probably have the best intentions. They probably really do at least think that they want what's best for you. But most often that advice comes from a place of fear in them. Right. right? And so, and, and that fear, uh, one of my uh, greatest mentors, Greg Francis, he talks about how that fear always masquerades as wisdom. Yes. Right. It's always someone who is, you know, wise or experienced or, you know, in a position of authority over you that's trying to help you with their wise counsel advice. But like you said, if they don't have those results in that area of life that you want, right? why would you right. listen to their advice? Exactly. How could they possibly give you good advice? Yeah. You know, I, I love that. I absolutely love that. And, you know, I've kind of struggled with this. It's sort of um, kind of just taking that one step further. You, you hear the Kanye Wests, you know, you, you hear the... Um, Sean Whalen's right. Like the, I'm, I'm, uh, you know, I like so-and-so I like so-and-so, but I like me best or, you know, F them all. Like, I don't care what other people think I'm going to do what I want. Right. And that, that mentality at first, and it used to do the same for me. It used to really turn me off. I think it turns a lot of people off. Like it's a, it's a prideful, arrogant, thing but to me it's almost a confidence in one's true identity how how would you frame that mentality of of being able to let go of other people's opinions and start trusting your own opinion or valuing your your own opinion as well, much or more than other people's opinion well first of all well, because you mentioned Kane Kane West and all this yeah, yeah, yeah. fancy people well, I would not compare myself to them, right? But whoever you you listen to, whoever's opinions, always think that if your ne- ne- action that you want to achieve with it of or the identity that you think you want to uh, apply to, because everyone has different identity, right? And maybe you like this fancy people and it's like, oh, I want to be like him or I want to be like her. But... Is it coming from ego or is it coming from your heart? Mm. Because when coming is it coming from ego, it's for you know the leader that that get the position and it's leading because of the title, not because of the passion. And when you lead and when you want to grow from your heart, it's because you want to bring some different to difference to this world. So mm. that's that's the identity that I want to apply so I always go back to and we mentioned that the values what Mm -hmm. are my values Mm. and am I do I want to change it like what is and hardly ever we I mean you can change your values but usually your values are really embodied with you from when you were a child and if Mm. they are not serving you yes but Look at me, and I have to tell a little bit of my personal story here. Uh, so, refer- a- a- about identity. Mm-hmm. I was in a relationship back in Poland for 11 years, and it ended. My fiance walked out with another girl. Uh, so, it ended. 
I didn't expect it. And for a while, I felt like I lost my identity. Mm. I didn't know who I am because, mm-hmm. and it was great realization that I stopped at some point being myself right. and took on our, as a couple, identity. And right. it was crazy. And mm-hmm. so now I feel it, the best what could happen, it was that that he left because I would be someone who I'm not really are. Mm. So opinions of others, family dynamics, friendships, it's all impacts our identity. So mm-hmm. I, I like to, when I talk to my clients, I like to tell them, take a step back and really it's about educating yourself about mm-hmm. yourself, who you are. And you became that person because you really want it or because you got used to, to how other people see you. Right. I absolutely love that. I can relate to it, you know, as, as I've embarked on my entrepreneurial journey over the last three years, you know, I, I think the, the world is kind of designed to, um, make you conform, right? People post on social media and what do they want? They want likes, they want follows, they want what everybody likes and what's trending right now. Right. At, at work. And, you know, if you're a, an employee, you know, it's really easy to become a yes, man. Yes. Woman. Oh my goodness. And That's just that. do what your boss wants you to do and not have your own opinion and own identity, even in that corporate type environment. Right. So, you know, I love how you focused on your values like that. I think it's so key for people to get really real. And I've had to do this over the last few years, you know, just get really clear. What are my core values and how and how does that impact my daily life? I want to go back to your um, you had some really good mindset around writing and stories. and, And it reminded me of sort of the you know, how easy it is for people in the social media world to sit behind a computer and say things typing that they would never verbally communicate to someone mm. in a conversation. And and so, you know, it really got me thinking just about how powerful that write, you know, sitting down and actually writing as opposed to, you know, talking with people, therapy type stuff. I'm not necessarily a huge advocate of therapy per se, but I know it's helped a lot of people. I can't help people. Um, but I think that writing piece is just very different. And, and probably to the reason you said, it probably helps you get deeper and and uh, formulate those thoughts in a, in a deeper way than you might. And and I really liked how you said, you don't have to believe your thoughts. I think Ed Milet, if, if you know, Ed talks about that, you, you know, not all your thoughts are true and, and you don't or, have to no, believe your there thoughts. There is a saying, no, or, or not all your thoughts are facts. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I absolutely love that. I wanted to to highlight those things because I, I just think those are, that's such good wisdom for people to, to know. And, and I'm really glad you brought that up. And, and so it's not just because I'm saying it because I experience it just it's science. There is a research. I don't remember now who did the research, but there is a research that says that when we are writing, we are not able to lie to ourselves in opposite to when we talk because our subconscious mind, right. is is judging you. You want to say something uh, to your coach or your, I don't know, your leader 
but sure. we always want to look good. We want other people to think that we are good people, even we did some mistake. And so we don't want to be punished. Mm -hmm. So we are creating the story that will be protective, that will still, that we will in eyes of this, whoever we talk to, that we will look good in eyes of others. Mm -hmm. And when we are writing, and it's again, it's a research, it's science, it's not me. They mm -hmm. say you cannot, it's just the, the human brain and mechanics the neuro neuroscience, when you put hand to the paper or you type on a laptop you and you write whatever you are writing about yourself, your story, or what were your problems, you mm -hmm. are not able to lie to yourself. So it's a wow. big, bigger possibility that you, you will take a responsibility for mm -hmm. what happened. If there was a fight with your coworker or even at home, Sometimes we like to, yeah, like, oh, it's you, it, it's you or it's them, whatever. Mm -hmm. And when you start writing and you start thinking, oh, actually, mm -hmm. I I had my part there too. Right. So, and it, it's, I always say magical, but it's, it works that way. Yeah, because, I think you know, that's you incredible. Write, and you see it. So visual it's visual and you thinking is at the same time. And when you start saying, oh no, it's not my fault, it's them. Mm -hmm. Inside right. your heart, your soul, everything is like you're lying, you're lying. Admit what is the truth. Mm -hmm. I absolutely just, love just, that. Just just try it, you know. Just I, I I would encourage everyone to just one time right and the funny thing is that we usually sit with journal when life is tough we never really reach out to journals to say oh my gosh it was such a great day it sure. was fantastic usually it's like i hate my day whatever happened but it's great because also it helps you to release the stress the frustration mm -hmm. so you don't pass it on your coworkers your if you are a boss leader on your uh, team at home, come on. Mm -hmm. How many frustrations during COVID we had at homes? Mm -hmm. so yeah, I 100% very... agree. It, it, journaling is something I've started recently. I haven't, I wasn't a big journaler. I don't necessarily journal in that way per se, but every morning I get out my pads. You can see them sitting behind me. Uh -huh. I've got, you know, I write my goals out, I rewrite them, and I'm amazed how much things change over time. And, you know, it, right. it's not huge changes, but it's, but they're, they're very important, meaningful changes. Just how, you know, the GLE core values from, you know, that was faith, love, integrity, and courage. And now it's faith, love, truth, and courage. And, you know, I think that truth piece is, is a very significant mm -hmm. change, even though it seems minor. And, you know, I just think getting your thoughts clear on your values, on, you said educating yourself about yourself. I don't know if there's a better exercise to do that than writing and journaling and and really getting clear on on your values and writing those down and and communicating them with your family. You know, I yeah. I, I don't how many families can sit down and say, "Hey, these are these are our family core values." Absolutely right. And and come on. I noticed that values are so popular on Facebook and other platforms. But when you start talking with people about values face to face, mm -hmm. 
they're like oh i'm not sure really so mm-hmm. why we are so shy to share our values mm-hmm. because we are not sure what are they or we are not sure if we follow them right yeah that's huge did you hear that folks beata just dropped a bomb on you <laughs> are you following your values you know it, if you aren't following Beata, you got to go follow her. You can find her at www.beataspeaks.com. That's B-E-A-T-A speaks.com. Go follow her on social. She just hit on something so huge there. And this is something that I've been studying a lot and it's faith. It's one of the GLE core values. And, And most people, when they think about faith, they don't necessarily think about action all the time. And one thing that's really important for congruency and and being true to yourself and being a, a person of integrity is is having congruency between what you say you believe and what you actually act out and do in the world. And most times when people lack belief or they lack faith or they feel insecure, it's probably because there's some incongruency between what they're saying they want and what they're saying they believe in, and then what their actions are actually showing. Because your your true actions will always be faithfully according to what your true beliefs are. Am I way off there, Bieta? Oh, you are you are very like on on topic. Just I think what I experience when I talk to leaders and other people that faith at least in in this country when i started living here and love mm-hmm. we use it so commonly that mm. i think at some point people lose the the understanding of what it, it we can say definition but we have to yeah you don't whatever definition of faith is do you really feel it like we have to feel it it's also you cannot describe love you have to feel it Mm-hmm. So, and I think we, we just forgot what is behind that words. That's mm-hmm. why there is that disagreement with, between what we really think, what we really believe in and what we really do. And mm-hmm. it's, tr- and trust, oh my gosh, trust is the number one uh, skill and uh, what is it? Quality of leaders, right? Mm-hmm. Because without that, nobody will follow you. Nobody will follow whatever you whatever you say if you i always say do you walk your talk because you can say whatever you want but if i don't see you really doing the same stuff what you are talking to me about Mm -hmm. then there is no respect i don't trust you or you might say one and next day you might say something different right there is no trust i don't and faith for me is very related to trust Mm-hmm. I, I believe in myself, but I w- also want to believe in you as a, my leader. Otherwise, mm-hmm. I don't feel like I should follow you. Why? Yeah, right on. Trust. How how can you trust somebody who isn't trustworthy? Yeah, right? that, that also trust... relates to respect. All right. It's sure. Like I yeah. lose my respect. You are just blah 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 talker, and mm-hmm. and that's it. So I. I'm not looking for leaders like that. I let me ask you a question on trust because I've I've 
taking some time to try to wrap my head around this. It's something. Do you have you ever listened to Gary Vaynerchuk's stuff? Gary V. I, I used to listen more now less, but I, yes, yeah. I know him. Yeah, Gary's. I've heard him say a bunch of times. Everybody only has one year of content, so I kind of went through a Gary V. phase early on, and and I'm kind of like you. I don't really listen to him much anymore. But he had something he said about trust, where he said, "How can you trust somebody that doesn't trust you back?" And and his comment was basically leaders are the mm. ones that give trust first. Absolutely. Which I, I thought was that. a really interesting concept. Do you have any comments or thoughts on that? It's it, you you just said it. Like if you're a leader and you don't trust me as your employer, I don't know, assistant as, as your team member, if you don't trust that I have all the skills needed to do my job. Mm -hmm. and why i am here mm -hmm. i don't feel i as an employee i don't feel encouraged i don't seek to take this extra step the the extra mile i just i'm i don't i'm not motivated i i don't even know why i am here right so mm -hmm. you have to give me a trust and sometimes when there is a new employee you don't know if you can trust that person but you have mm -hmm. to give that extra trust and for whatever amount of time and also trust that if I fail at something, if I will make mistake, please correct me. Don't yell at me. Don't tell me that I'm stupid or uh, let's go and find another job because I heard about leaders like that as well. Mm -hmm. Tell me what, what I did or how I can do it better. Don't mm -hmm. just, you know, discouraged me with bad language and discouraged words yeah everybody nothing like a bad leader to make you appreciate the good ones that you had but but look right. at the kids right like if parents right what the most successful uh, people very often i hear they had amazing parents that they 100%. were encouraging and when they did some mistakes all yeah, we mm -hmm. call it, fa they fail at something, at athletes, right? Mm -hmm. The parents were not saying, you are stupid, you better stay home. It's like, okay, next time do it better. So mm -hmm. they tr the, the trust, the faith in their kid was so high that mm -hmm. the kid took it, right? Like I think one of my mentors, I don't remember exact words, but said, borrow my belief, borrow my belief and just, Follow your dreams because mm -hmm. I believe in you. I trust in you. I love that. So do it for, if you are a leader, you are a mm -hmm. parent. And if I can just bring this back here too, because leader, when I talk about leaders, I don't think only about organizations. Right. We are all leaders. And how did I learn that? Also through one of my mentors. I said, I'm not a leader. I don't have anyone who works for me. And he said, oh, Really? So go to the mirror and ask every morning who is leading that person. Mm. We are all leaders. We influence somebody every single day. Parents are influencing their kids. Mm -hmm. We um, we influence our friends, employees, co-workers. So we are all leaders. Mm -hmm. I think we forgot about that very often. And I love it. There, There is that saying also that you are a leader. Doesn't matter in what chair are you sitting. Mm -hmm. I absolutely love it. You know that's one of the reasons Beata 
that I started GLE was because I saw that you, Beata, you, Phil, you, whoever out there who's listening right now in the GLE network, right where you are in your family, in your position in life, and if you're an employee, if you're a business owner, if you're in the, the only one in the coffee shop, right, who wants to be polite and be a leader, you can impact lives every conversation, everywhere you go every day. That's how, you know, word of mouth is how shows like GLE grow. It's how companies grow. It's how communities grow. And it's powerful. The word is powerful. And you can have an impact. And it does start with your belief in that you have an identity and thoughts and opinions based on your values that are worth sharing with people. Right. I and always, worth communicating. I always say stand up and as a leader. And again, it doesn't matter what where you come from, you mm-hmm. know, in the leadership. It's home community organization. Right. Stand up and stand tall and present openly and with proud what mm-hmm. you what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. To to this company, to this home, to your friends. Like, don't be afraid to be you and believe in what you have to offer. Mm-hmm. I love it. I want to go before we uh, end the podcast. I'm loving this conversation, by the way. <laughs> Thank um, you. I want to touch on communism. I don't mm-hmm. want to get super political, but I do think you have a really unique perspective growing up in communism. I'm just curious with the trends you see in your time in the United States, are we trending toward communism? How fast are we already there? What do you see dangers, red flags everywhere? What do you, what do you see based on your experience growing yes, up? In communism? So we definitely we are not going to towards communism the way I experienced it. We are still have open borders and we can go wherever we want. The only red flag is that, People are so, um, there is so much of polarization, right? So mm. there is about the color, about beliefs, about whatever. And if we in Poland would not come all together and united together, we would still be in communism. So mm. stop separating each other come together, love each other and respect. If you can love, just respect each other. Mm-hmm. And again, think for yourself because what communists was doing, they were telling you what to think, what to do and what is best for you. That's scary stuff. That's scary stuff. And I sometimes see that people don't, they are too lazy to think for themselves and they rely on government or whatever yeah, other people. Right. Or their identity is so weak that even though they know something's wrong, even though they wouldn't necessarily want to do something they're being told to do, they still cave in and do it anyway. Yeah. Right? They they're right. they're so there's they believe those lies so much about their identity that they don't value their own opinion enough to stand. 
and stand st stand up where they are like you were just and saying yes and it's also from communism like there was one person and i don't know how much you know history but in poland there's one person lech wałęsa and i know it's hard to even repeat but it always take one person who is brave enough to stand yeah. up stand tall and say what is the truth and you know to inspire others this is mm -hmm. the leaders that i'm looking for and today right. i look at ukraine right i don't want to go political too but the, the war that is going on with sure. russia like president zelensky like he was offered to leave his country to protect himself and his family and what he said i don't need a right i need ammunition he would he did not leave his people he's mm -hmm. there with them and i don't want to go there but it always takes one person to inspire others to come together and fight for whatever you believe in and achieve it yeah that's that's a really good point how it only it's kind of like the word of mouth right so there's one there was always one person that started it yes right? and it can be you and yeah and if you're thinking it i'm sure you're not the only one absolutely so beata before we go i just want to say one thing thank you for coming on the show this has been super fun and you have a ton of great wisdom to share there's definitely some bombs in this episode so if anybody listening the gle network make sure you rewind re-listen and soak up some of this wisdom from Bayada. i want to give you an opportunity for one final question it's my favorite gle question and i i came to the podcast with the perspective of how cool it would be to be able to have hours and hours of recorded conversations of my great, great, great grandparents. And, you know, I only have one picture maybe, or one old VHS tape of a 90th birthday party or something okay. like that. Right. But, you know, in the age of technology, who knows how many generations might see Beata and Phil on a conversation, you know, generations down the line. So with that perspective in mind, you know, understanding that multiple generations could see this someday what advice would you want to leave the future generations with today be a leader be a leader every single day and do not let the title the position take away humanity from you i love it don't lose your humanity folks well beata thanks again for coming on folks listening you got value from today's show share the show we only grow by word of mouth so follow subscribe give it a rating share the show out and as you go lead everything if you think someone would benefit from hearing this episode or any of this content please share it and send them over to goleadeverything.com to learn more it has been amazing to hear about all the individuals who listen to and are getting value from the content here at GLE. Thank you for your support. You are the reason we do what we do. See you next time. Go. Eat.